Welcome to Stack Attack, the PI Public Library Services podcast on books, culture, and everything related to the world of libraries. With March comes the much-anticipated change from the cold winter weather into warmer spring. The change of seasons also marks an important time for farmers as they start their yearly planting. March is also a significant month as it is Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month, a time to learn and celebrate the country's role in growing and providing food. This month, we were able to chat with Lori Lone, the Executive Director for Agriculture in the Classroom PEI, and Roseanne Gauthier, Children and Teen Librarian at the Confederation Center Public Library, to talk about the various ways this month is being celebrated across the province. Hi, it's Crystal Dion here with the Montague Rotary Library, um, part of the Prince Edward Island Public Library Service. And I'm here with Lori Lone, the Executive Director of Agriculture in the Classroom PEI. The month of March is Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. So I'm going to chat with her about what her role with agriculture in the classroom. And she also grew up on a family farm in Kilmer PEI. So she knows a lot about, about this farming business. <laughs> Thanks for inviting us to uh, participate in your podcast. And agriculture is certainly near and dear to most people's heart here on PEI, especially with what's going on in the potato industry. And, and uh, so March is a great time to sit back and, and look at agriculture. So Ag in the Classroom started in PEI quite some time ago. And we started with a, a program called Canadian Cultural Literacy Week. And it grew and grew. And with programs that are popular, it's amazing to see how quickly they can grow. So in 2015, we started Agriculture in the Classroom Canada. Currently, we have 10 provinces that are involved and we have a lot of resources for people, for homeschooling, for teachers or anybody in general that just wants to learn about agriculture from a K to 12 system. Our book that is going out to the school this year is What's Growing Around Us. So Abby, our little girl in the storybook, decides she wants to write a report for school and she has to go out and understand where all her food is coming from. And I think that's vital here on PEI, considering how small we are, that, you know, there's probably a farmer on your on your road or beside you. But sometimes you don't stop to think of what's actually growing beside you. So Abby goes to the market and then from there she goes out and talks to her farmers and then finds out about what is growing beside her and around her and what crops we actually do grow on PEI because it's kind of surprising the amount of different uh, diversity we have in crops here. So she takes a little tour and then at the end of it she writes her school report on what she found out about agriculture on PEI. One of the cool things we did this year as well is I like I like students thinking outside the box because I used to be in education myself and uh, we got a special grant and what our teachers are getting is uh, it's called the great seed detective so it's going to be a seed kit and the teachers are going to be given mystery seeds and they get to plant them and then the students have to go through the guessing of what these seeds might actually be and then there's an answer key at the end of it of what seeds they're actually growing so students can have a really good look at what's being grown and see if they can figure out what the mystery is 
Another thing that our grade three teachers are receiving this year is our PEIC kit. We had some sponsorship with that from the Department of Agriculture and Land and also from Green Diamond. We are sending home um, a seed kit that has 20 different seeds that are actually growing here on PEI. And so for students to actually take a really close look at this and see a seed and go, wow, I didn't realize that's where my beans come from or my cabbage or carrots. It's, uh, it's pretty neat for students to take a look at this and say, I did not know that. Uh, we do lots of teacher PD days during the years and, and our teachers get the opportunity to meet some of our farmers and the great work that they're doing. And uh, a tour that we always try to do is um, our grade three Dairy Youth Trust tour. And so the Friday before open farm day, which is the third Sunday in September, we go out um, and we visit one dairy farm and one commodity farm. And we give the schools the opportunity to go do this for free. And it's amazing. Something new this year for Canadian Culture Literacy Month is our Great Canadian Farm Tour. And if you follow uh, Egg in the Classroom Canada on Facebook or check out their website, uh, you can actually participate on us traveling across Canada and uh, checking out all these farms and actually having the time to talk to the farmers and having some brain breaks uh, with the students and, and for them to learn and ask whatever they want of the farmer. So it's been pretty, pretty awesome. We had a, an egg farmer uh, the other day and uh, the students, you know, their biggest question was, you know, where do chickens poop? Like where, where, where does this poop go? So it's, it's pretty neat to be able to open this up for them and for them to be able to go explore. One of our probably most popular programs that we put out and I put it out on Monday and within five minutes it was closed with a wait list again, uh, Light Gardens. Uh, we provide all the resources and we ship them out to the schools and talk to the schools about why this is important, why we want to grow the food. And then the teachers have a little celebration with the food where they can make salads with it at the end. And something that I found really interesting, and uh, it was a teacher that came to me one day and she said, you know, she said, we take we take food security for granted. And she said, I come to work every day with a full lunch bag and, you know, I don't give much thought. But she said, when I have students coming to me and saying, I don't have anything to eat today, she said, and I have the light garden, she said, these students can pull off lettuce. Uh, you know, there's there's food that is growing right in front of them that they see and that they can then taste. So it's an amazing opportunity. Uh, so they'll be going out on April 5th and 6th to uh, Island Schools. We try to put out as many resources as possible and as many interactions with students and teachers as possible because, um, you know, I, I think food is, is our number one uh, issue when it comes uh, to living and to growing and to learning. And as coming from an education background, um, for students to actually see that physically happen, um, it gives them a different connection and a different appreciation of where their food comes from. So I think it's something that we need to do more of. If uh, anybody's looking for any of our resources, we're under uh, Agriculture in the Classroom, PEI, on our website. And you can also go under Facebook, under Agriculture in the Classroom, PEI. And we're pretty good at posting everything right there of everything that's up and coming. 
now with Roseanne Gauthier. She's the children and teens librarian at the Confederation Center Public Library. And she's going to talk a bit about some of the ways that we've collaborated with the Agriculture in the Classroom PEI and celebrate Canadian Agricultural Literacy Month as well. So we've been running Storytime with a Farmer for the last eight years. We would invite people from the agricultural community to come in and participate in Storytime, to read some books um, with the kids who are attending Storytime, and then to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a farmer. Um, and at one point, pre-pandemic, we did have Storytime with a Farmer programs happening in almost every library across the province during the month of March. And we had a really wide variety of people volunteer to participate. So some kids got to, the farmer would drive a tractor to the library and then the kids would get to see the tractor up close. Dairy farmers, blueberry farmers, you know, so people who were doing all kinds of different agriculture work. My favorite is, uh, is actually when people bring in animals. So um, in Charlottetown, Island Hill Farm usually brings in some bunnies and some goats. And that's one of everybody's favorite days. And I think the fact that um, it keeps going every year shows that it's, you know, it's been a great partnership. Another thing that Laurie mentioned that reminded me of a, another program that we had before the pandemic was they have um, grow light setups in some classrooms across PEI. And I know that we have a few of those hydroponic setups in, within the public library system. I wonder if you could tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so that is actually a project that, um, you know, kind of did have to pivot a bit because of the pandemic. It was actually scheduled to launch for Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month in 2020. So what we had done was the Public Library Service had worked with Brilliant Labs and we had gotten some grant money to purchase uh, three hydroponic garden sets from um, a B corporation called Succeed um, and they're based out of Newfoundland. So we had gotten in hydroponic gardens that we could kind of move around to different libraries throughout the province. And we also got some materials to do some coding that went along with those gardens. So the idea was that kids would learn about how to set up like temperature sensors and light sensors, things like that. Of course, we haven't been able to offer those coding programs yet. We still have the materials set aside. So as soon as we are able, that's something that, you know, will be happening. And in the meantime, we had these gardens and rather than waiting till we could do the full project, we started sending them out to libraries hydroponic garden um, comes to a library it gets set up and it runs for a growing cycle that can be anywhere from like six to eight weeks people have grown all kinds of things like it usually starts with testing out things like greens and lettuce and stuff that's kind of leafy like that I think leafy greens have definitely been the most successful so far I'd really love to see one I'd like to get to try doing like runner beans or something like that because they look really cool when they grow wires. Like sometimes people grow things like strawberries in them, which just kind of blew my mind because I mean, who wouldn't want to be able to get strawberries at this time of year? One of the great things about the, the project is that we're able to, to grow stuff and people can see the process of how this hydroponic garden is working. And then at the end, we have a crop we can harvest. And so a lot of communities have taken their crop and shared it with local food bank. In Kinkora, there's actually an early learning center that's within the Kinkora Hall that has the library as well. We worked closely with that early learning center. The kids there were the ones that got to see how the garden got set up. And then when the crop was harvested, they actually used that in their lunch 
So they all had salad for lunch that was made with the lettuce that was grown in their library. But I think it was really neat for the kids to have the experience of eating something that they saw growing and, you know, when they saw how it started from a seed and, and became something that you could enjoy for lunch. I love that agriculture in the classroom is able to have some of these projects in schools. I also think it's really cool to be able to have them in the library because there are lots of people in our community, whether they're homeschooling or they're folks who are kind of beyond the age of being in school or they're younger, you know, who aren't in schools and aren't seeing some of these things that are exciting. Like you could purchase your own hydroponic garden from Succeed and you could be growing your own lettuce or your own strawberries. It's kind of cool for people to be able to see how those things work. Those kind of hands-on experiences really stick with them. It's getting that sense of this is where our food comes from. One of the really important things that Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month is about is recognizing, you know, the value of agriculture to society as a whole. Like we wouldn't be here if we didn't have farmers. Stack Attack is a production of the PI Public Library Service. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you learned about one of the many ways Islanders can celebrate the role of agriculture and food in PEI. Many thanks to Lori and Roseanne for sharing their stories and for library staff member Crystal Dion for interviewing today's guests. And as always, we always want to hear from you. Share your agricultural stories with us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And don't forget to check out our library website, library.pe.ca, for the most up-to-date information on library programs and services. Thank you for listening, and have a great spring.